do you ever feel exhausted by your efforts or the efforts of others to be relentlessly positive and upbeat? Or perhaps you've always felt there's something a bit cringy about the self-help industry. This next title is for you. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Yana, also known as Jana. And today I'm reviewing The Antidote, Happiness for People Who Can't Stand Positive Thinking, written and read by Oliver Berkman. Oliver Berkman is a journalist who describes himself jokingly as a pessimistic British grouchy person who wanted to monetize just that. In The Antidote, he presents the idea that forced positivity and optimism is the problem, not the answer, to our feelings of unhappiness. He says, The effort to feel happy is often precisely the thing that makes us miserable and that it is our constant efforts to eliminate the negative, such as insecurity, uncertainty, failure, or sadness, that is what causes us to feel so insecure, anxious, uncertain, or unhappy. Much like telling someone not to think of a polar bear, admonishing them not to think negative thoughts is an exercise in futility and frustration. Now, on a personal note, This review is challenging because the truth is, I've listened and re-listened to this audiobook countless times since it was published in 2012. Can I truly be objective about a book that I love so much? Perhaps I happened upon it at just the right time in my life. Or maybe it appeals to my nostalgia for survey-style university courses. Or maybe it's Berkman's particular combination of self-deprecating British humor and ruthless skewering of tired self-help tropes. Suffice to say, this book is among my top five favorite titles of all time, and it's also introduced me to practical applications for Stoicism, Buddhism, meditation, accepting failure, Albert Ellis's ideas about rational emotive behavior therapy, and the pernicious drawbacks of conflating our goals with our personal identity. Berkman's exceptional style and insight makes this a delightful listen. And if you've ever read his weekly Guardian column, which ended in September 2020, you'll know what I mean. In case you're wondering, Berkman isn't actually making a case against anyone's natural optimism or even promising to dramatically raise our baseline levels of happiness. Instead, His survey of philosophical and psychological approaches to happiness by means of a negative path is intended to arm us with practical tools and techniques for how we approach our beliefs about success and happiness. For example, rather than visualizing that we will easily accomplish our big goals and dreams, Berkman offers compelling evidence for using negative visualization and even envisioning the worst-case scenario to help us work through what might go wrong and put these fears in perspective rather than trying to push them away. Berkman gamely tries out all the techniques he shares, including a silent meditation retreat where he finds he's quite capable of torturing himself with an endless rendition of the aqua song Barbie Girl while he tries to meditate. And in another exercise, he confronts his deep fears of public embarrassment 
by reading aloud the name of each subway station as he travels along the tube in London, which is met, to his great relief, by the utter indifference of the other passengers nearby. One of my favorite topics in The Antidote highlights our collective cultural anxiety over motivation. Berkman unpacks this too, explaining, quote, Who says you need to wait until you feel like doing something in order to start doing it? The problem from this perspective isn't that you don't feel motivated, it's that you imagine you need to feel motivated. If you can regard your thoughts and emotions about whatever you're procrastinating on, As passing weather, you'll realize that your reluctance about working isn't something that needs to be eradicated or transformed into positivity. You can coexist with it. You can note the procrastinatory feelings and act anyway. I sincerely wonder why this book hasn't become more popular than it is. My best guess is that Berkman's ideas clash with popular American ideas about happiness and positivity, especially those stemming from evangelical Christianity. After all, fans of the popular self-help book, The Secret, which sold 30 million copies worldwide and promoted ideas that many compare to magical thinking, are unlikely to enjoy Berkman's wry tone or sobering message that actually we must get comfortable with uncertainty. And on that note, I'll leave you with one more quote from Berkman. Sometimes the most valuable of all talents is to be able not to seek resolution, to notice the cravings for completeness or certainty or comfort and not to feel compelled to follow where it leads, unquote. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you've not yet done so, please subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on your favorite platform. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.